0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. From our readings and from our hymn we just sung, we can tell that the last day is a very serious matter. The day of judgment is also, it's not a minor subject in the Bible. And so says our Lord. The world will not last forever. It will come to a sudden and abrupt end. Accompanying this day will be some very fearful signs signs in the planets above, signs upon the earth, and signs among each and every nation. Jesus says, There will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory, And just so you don't misunderstand, Jesus also says in very plain language, heaven and earth will pass away. They shall simply be gone. What a terrible catastrophe to think of. That heaven and earth will pass away from existence, as certainly as they were called into existence. And that catastrophe may come at any time. Even today. Thinking about that seems terrifying. Peter speaks of that day as well. The day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. The spirit of this age cannot bear to hear these words. The wisdom of mankind finds these words quite disagreeable, too fearful. And so the day of judgment is ridiculed, treated with contempt by the world. But these words of the day of judgment they do not stand opposed to human reason. No. Even human reason must admit the possibility of the end of the world. In fact, even more to human reason, it's not only possible, it's probable. Now, it is hard to imagine this collapse. 6,000 years on this earth have gone by the well-ordered facts of our life on earth. They've been studied, they've been cataloged, and we think we know what to expect and how to see it coming. Yet our mind has a lot of trouble conceiving such an interruption of the last day as Christ Jesus describes. These words of the last day, they must be viewed by the world of unbelievers with fear and great trembling. Yes, because to them, it is a day of terror. To them, it is going from all the joys and pleasures to being plunged into great misery. So what does Jesus say to those who do trust in him? Should they be in terror of the last day? No. For Jesus says to you, when these things begin to take place, straighten up. Raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Today, my friends, God desires to convince you in your faith that this last day that is coming is not a day of terror. It is a day of joy for all true followers of Jesus. Why is this last day such a day of joy for us? Why should we look forward? Because the thought of the day does trouble us. What if it were today? How would you feel if you were to witness sun and moon and stars and the earth and the seas moving in ways that seem impossible? Would not your heart fail you? And when the judge appears in clouds, can you face him? Shouldn't you be hiding your face in shame because of your sins? Because, well, God has spoken to you through John that the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. So how can you expect, dear Christian, to abide forever while the world is passing away into non-existence? Have you been a profitable servant of the Lord? Or have you done everything else not the will of God. Here is some peace for your heart. Here is some peace for your mind. All these thoughts of terror come to all Christians. All these thoughts do not come to godless people. Remember, they don't even believe it's going to happen. When an unbeliever applies their mind to Judgment Day... They quickly dismiss the thought. They don't worry about such things because it seems so uncertain to them. So, for you, why is it so difficult for you to look forward to this day? Because you believe it. When you are frightened about the thoughts of the last day, take heart it is because you are properly concerned for your eternal life. Yet, I must encourage you to get beyond this fear. Because when these things begin to take place, Jesus says, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. We all must look forward to this day as a day of great joy. Why? Because it is the day of your redemption. Jesus says it is the day in which you will be redeemed from each and every trouble. It is the day that you are saved from everything that hurts you. Saved that day from anything that hurts your body. Saved on that day from anything that hurts your soul. Why should you feel frightened when these, when these signs occur? For godless people, those are signs of distress and signs of misery to come. And indeed, there will be people fainting with fear. That moment when the judge comes knocking on the door. For non-believers, the signs are like the tolling of the bell of death. But for Christians, when we behold these signs, we are to picture Jesus standing before us, and we are to know that Jesus will say, Fear not, my beloved children. I am here. The prison in which you are being held shall today be destroyed. I am here to set you free. And this... Is exactly what Jesus demonstrates for us in a beautiful parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. So, also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Why is this such a beautiful parable? Well, In the spring, when the trees begin to green, flowers are beginning to bloom, is that something frightening? Man and animals and all creation alike, they rejoice when the winter is past. Spring is ushered in, the songs of birds fill the air, green life covers the ground. Not scary at all. Joyous, in fact. So also are these things of the last day when they take place. They are not dismal at all. They are the most pleasing indications of the coming of God's kingdom. And why feel frightened when you see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory? It is true that those who have not been waiting for the Lord will be terrified. They will know all at once who he is. They will know all at once he who is pierced for their iniquities. But their sins remain attached. They will realize their own enmity against Christ's word. It is truly unspeakable. But for those of us keeping watch, for the Christians who trust in the judge, for the saints who cling to Christ's word, for the children of God whose sins are all forgiven them, I'll tell you what, Jesus is a friend indeed. Our best friend, our truest friend. My friends, Even now, if you think that seeing Jesus in the clouds will frighten you, you shall be pleasantly surprised. Even the weakest believer who trusts Christ is still a believer. And you will find yourself transformed in a moment when Christ comes. You will find out that your heart will be filled with indescribable joy At that moment, your faith will all at once be changed into sight. And all those things that try to put a damper on your faith shall vanish. For those who love this world and all the things of this world, the destruction of it is a terrible thing. For Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away. But what does Jesus add to this? But my words will not pass away. Why? Why does Jesus add this? He does this for you. He does this for his beloved disciples. Fear not. Let the visible world pass away. Jesus' words will come true. After all, did not Jesus promise a new heaven and a new earth? Then believe those words too. And if you believe his words, you will behold a new creation that comes forth. Immediately after this world passes away, you shall enter into this new heaven and new earth forever. The last day is pure happiness. It is a day of perfect redemption. A day in which our weakness of flesh shall be gone. A day in which our our depravity, our fears, our cries, our pains, our misfortunes, our anxieties, and all the crosses we bear shall be gone. And in your flesh you shall see God. You shall experience things that have never before entered into the hearts of mankind. Things in which God has prepared for those who love him. Our waiting for this final advent of our Lord is one of joyful expectation. Our waiting is accompanied by things like shouts of Hosanna. Our waiting is not scary. I'll bet that the kids waiting for the advent of our Lord on Christmas morning are not scared. No. Joyful expectation. And in the meantime, in regards to our waiting, we must not be deceived. 1 John chapter 2. And now, little children... Abide in him, so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink from him in shame at his coming. The one and only thing that we must do in order to not be deceived is to abide with Jesus, remain with him in true faith, come back to him if you've gone astray. Jesus speaks in the gospel in the same way. Watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the earth. Well, what things are your minds fixed upon? Is it the excesses of this world? Wealth and goods pleasures, and enjoyments? Or are your minds and hearts set upon the excess of the treasures that have been promised to you for the sake of Jesus Christ? The cares of this life in excess are dangerous. When your thoughts and affections are solely set upon this world's stuff that will pass away, Your thoughts and your affections are not set upon the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Christians too can make a dire mistake in this matter. Many will walk alongside the true followers of Christ as if they were striving for heaven. But for many their religion is a show. It's not heaven they're after, but the earth. And when your heart is overcharged with the cares of this life, Christian duties become neglected. Even the most basic Christian duty of going to church. How can someone possibly expect Jesus to confess them before his Father in heaven when he comes if that person refuses to confess Christ before men? How can someone expect to be received into heaven if their heart clings to this world and they do not sincerely seek the kingdom of God? My friends, I say to you, watch yourselves. Lest the cares of this life take possession of your soul and lead you away from Jesus. Indeed, stay awake at all times, praying that you... Have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Do not let your fears of the last day deceive you and rob you of joyful anticipation. Remain in the true faith. Abide in Christ. To abide in Christ is to be duly prepared to meet Christ when he comes. How? Hear his word. Watch your hearts that are prone to evil. Watch your thoughts which are prone to the excesses of this world. And watch your words that you confess Christ for your salvation and Christ alone. Watch where you walk that it is always according to the path of God's word. Watch out for the enemies of your salvation. Watch out for the devil. Watch out for the world and watch out for your own flesh that they may not lead you into unbelief or despair. To these things, though, Jesus mentions prayer. So prayer must be added. For with our own might, nothing can be done. God must do everything and all things. Call upon God regularly and say, Lord, I am a sinner, a sinner who is not worthy to stand before you on the last day, but your grace, O Lord, is everlasting, for you have given me your only Son, and he has atoned for all my sins. Your Son has made me acceptable in your sight, O Lord, keep me in the faith of your Son, Jesus. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Let me remain as your dear child and endure to the end so that I might receive the crown of life. Blessed are you all this Advent season. You, you who have entrusted yourself to the grace and mercy of God in Christ Jesus. Whether death comes today or the last day comes tomorrow, you shall not be deceived. Instead, you shall be found worthy to stand before the Son of Man and enter into eternal glory. In the name of Jesus, amen.